Welcome to the Genuine Girl Podcast. I'm Meredith, a 22-year-old recent college graduate who's trying to navigate the post-grad world successfully adult and share my authentic experiences with you so that you feel less alone in your struggles while becoming more empowered to be yourself. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to Genuine Girl. Now today's episode is going to be maybe a little bit different than other episodes I've done in the past because as I mentioned in my last episode, I really wanted to make something that was dedicated to this new little subset of my brand, I guess you could say, that I've created, my Etsy shop. I know this episode won't really be for everyone, so if you're interested in learning about it, I'm glad you're here. If it's not really for you, I totally understand, but I figured I owed it to myself and to all of you to just explain what exactly is going on with my Etsy shop in a little bit more detail, talk about my motivation for creating it, as well as my process for really building it, because I know there are some people who listen to me who might be also interested in doing something like this, whether it's creating a side hustle or an Etsy shop of their own, or just finding ways to help other people through things they create or do. I know a lot of you out there have all of these crazy talents that you're hiding from the world, so I also want to talk about this to maybe inspire you if this has been in the back of your mind as something maybe you think you could do someday as well. It's totally possible, and trust me, if I can do it, anyone can do it. It is not hard, and I'm really excited about it. But before we get into the topic of today's episode, I really want to start with a life update because I feel like I haven't really been given a lot of life updates lately. And my episodes this summer have been very sporadic. I think just trying to get back into the swing of this brand and the podcast again has left me a little bit off of a normal schedule and so thank you for your patience with me as I've kind of tried to get back into it, figure out what I want to do, things like that. I do think I have started to become more motivated and I that fire has kind of been lit in me again to get this going and really see where Genuine Girl can go for real this time. So I've been doing a lot of reflecting and journaling and brainstorming and just trying to make sure that the content I am putting out is going to really help people out there and hopefully be relatable as well. So more consistent episodes are certainly coming, but aside from that, my life has been surprisingly crazy for it being summer and me not starting my job yet. You would think things would be a little chill, but knowing me, uh, you might know that I love keeping myself busy, which can be a good and a bad thing. This summer though, I have really had the chance to try a lot of new things, get out of my comfort zone, and honestly, it's been pretty exhausting. I've made several episodes already about what I've been trying to get involved in this summer, but I wanted to give a little update on how those things have been going, because when I last talked about them, I was kind of just dipping my toes in the water, trying them out, seeing how they went, Uh, and now it's been, I guess, a couple months since I've started doing some of these things, and Some of them I'm still going, some of them it's been a struggle, but the things that I am doing kind of consistently right now that are taking up a lot of my time during the weeks when I'm not, since I'm not working, um, I started officially volunteering at the animal shelter. (laughs) I think I mentioned this 
couple episodes ago, but I have tried to start making this a normal thing. I really wanted to find a way to volunteer after graduating. I did some volunteering in college later on in college, and I realized that it just made me feel really good to do something that actually I could see an impact on others. Like, that that's pretty cool. So um, I love animals. I thought, you know what? Animal shelter, that would be fun. And I started volunteering there, I guess, a month or two ago now. And I've been trying to get more consistent with it. I've done the dogs. I've done the cats. I have to say the cats are definitely easier and less stressful to volunteer with than the dogs. I love the dogs too, but I have to like be prepared for a full body workout when I go and help the dogs out. You know what I mean? You got to like play with them, walk them, clean their rooms, which actually is a little more gross than the cat's rooms. Um, I, I won't get into detail, but the cats are pretty chill. They're just hanging out, sleeping playing with each other. It's cute, but uh, I like both. I just think it's been fun to kind of go volunteer, see all the animals, especially since I don't have a pet yet, (sighs) which I am getting so close to wanting to get a cat. I've been wanting a cat for a long time, and I've been holding off. I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to get one in college. I um, There was a point where I was, like, kind of close, but I was not going to actually do it because that just was going to be unfair to the cat. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I might do that. I, I'm, I'm getting ready. Uh, but I have this big trip that is coming up, so I'm like, okay, I need to maybe wait until after that. I, there's always something, you know, but volunteering has really helped me (laughs) figure out, okay, what's it really going to be like having a cat? This is the kind of stuff I'm going to have to do every day, like cleaning out a litter box, things like that. Uh, but it's also just made me really want a cat even more. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these days I just came back from the shelter with a cat. Um, that would be bad, but also not really. I I don't know. I'm all over the place, but basically that's one thing I'm doing on a more regular basis now. And it just leaves me feeling really good. It is out of my comfort zone though, because there's a lot that I don't know how to do. And I'm with these people who have been volunteering for like years and most of them are retired or, you know, they like their life is volunteering, which, Hey, you know what? That's inspiring. I love it. But it is a little intimidating when you go in there as a 22-year-old surrounded by these people who have been doing this for years and years, and they're like, oh yeah, do this, this, this. Don't forget to do this. Don't forget to clean this this way. (laughs) You're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. But I have to remember, this is volunteering. This is not a job. Like, obviously, I want to do a good job, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's going to be okay (laughs) because this is not like a life or death situation. Um, as long as I make sure everyone has food and water and their litter box is cleaned out and things like that, I think we're good. Anyways, another thing that I have started doing is going to the gym more regularly. I mean, I was going regularly in college, but actually getting a membership here at a gym has been pretty life-changing. I've started doing personal training uh, well, I don't personal train. Oh my gosh, no. I have been receiving personal training. How about we put it that way? And that has been 
definitely another thing out of my comfort zone because I have never gotten personal training before. I've kind of just been the type of person to do my own research on everything. I'm a big researcher. I will Google literally everything, as you might know. And so I've learned a lot on my own through Google, but I also understand that Google and YouTube are not the only resources out there. And uh, sometimes it's nice to actually have a person there to make sure your form is right, to make sure you're pushing yourself, things like that. So that has been actually really helpful as well. And I've kind of felt better since I started doing that just because I feel like I'm really on more of a program now. I'm on more of a structure schedule and I'm not just doing things out of thin air because I think I should be, you know? So, um, I'll talk more about that in another episode too. I was thinking about making an episode related to health stuff and just, you know, what health and healthy is looking like for me right now and kind of how I've navigated that throughout my twenties so far things, things of that nature. So that's been something I've been involved in. I've also been trying out some different churches in the area, different small groups uh, from those churches. And I have to say that is like a full-time job in itself because I never really found a church that fit me in college. And so I'm like, okay, I want to try doing that now that I've graduated and I'm in a different place. But there are so many places out there and so many different groups and so many different people to talk to. And it's just, it's kind of overwhelming, but I've been trying to make a habit of trying out different ones. Um, I'll try one or two uh, times and, you know, it's been good, but that is something that I'm trying to navigate right now. So I'm still kind of in the weeds with that, but um Hopefully, pretty soon, I'll have more clarity on what to do there. I also, a few weeks ago, taught a yoga class in my parents' neighborhood. You know what? I don't even remember if I mentioned this in my previous episodes or not. This might be a repeat, but I have definitely been wanting to do more yoga teaching because I have my certification, and I just haven't done it until a few weeks ago. And it was so nerve wracking because I have gone to so many yoga classes in the past, like early college yoga was my thing. I loved it. I was there like every single day. I had those classes and scripts memorized pretty much. I knew what was coming before the instructor even got there. And so I obviously kind of knew what to say to some extent, but I had never actually taught a class before. You know, I had said it in my head, I had practiced myself, but actually being in front of a group of people, which granted it was a pretty easy group because they were all friends of my parents and friends of mine. And so it was very chill. They were very, you know, good people to practice on and um, very sweet about it. But actually being in front of a group that that made it real, you know, and I was really nervous I was going to mess up, but it ended up going pretty well, I I think, um, and it was really fun, too. That was just another thing. I feel like uh, teaching a class, like, I don't know, just the impact it made on other people and seeing them, like, really push themselves in a workout and see the, like, especially after, you know, I mean, during, they're all kind of doing the workout and whatnot but after the workout it's like you really get to see that look on their face when they finish and it's just like oh my gosh 
that was fun, that was relaxing, that was hard, whatever it might be. But it's like that sense of accomplishment, I guess. That is really cool to see. So I really liked doing that, just if nothing else, to see at the end of it what they all were doing. It was it was cool. And finally, I think I've just been really trying to make this sounds really bad, but a habit of relaxing. Because as we know, I'm not very good at relaxing. And so I've been trying and trying to make it a habit to almost schedule in my relaxation time. I've been doing a lot more reading since I graduated. I think I have read, I was trying to do the math the other day, which it's not hard math, but somehow I can't even remember. But I think I'm up to like five or six books that I've read this summer since I graduated, um, which for me is really good. Like I know some people are out here whipping out like multiple books a week. I That's not realistic for me, but I would say it's it's a pretty good accomplishment for me and it's fun reading. You know, most of it is fiction. I've read a few self-help books, which I always love, but for the most part, I, I've just been reading for fun, and uh, that's actually something really relaxing for me, but it also provides that same sense of accomplishment, you know, when I finish a book, it's like I've done something, I've been productive, so, you know, it's maybe not the best way to look at it, but it works for me. Um, I've been trying to watch more TV and movies, which I know you're probably like, oh, what? Most people try to watch less of that, <laughs> but I have never been a huge TV movie watcher. Um, and I feel like it's a nice way to kind of relax. And when I really allow myself to enjoy it, I mean, I do enjoy it. And there are some cool shows out there, um, and some really mindless, weird, trashy shows. Those tend to be my favorites. Um, I've definitely been into The Bachelorette since the season started. (laughs) It is interesting. I, I mean, there's going to be so much happening by the time I post this. I don't even know what's going to have happened, but those two girls, Gabby, Rachel, I am a little worried about them. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I hope their friendship lasts. I don't know. Um, I don't even want to say anything bad about them, but I do have some opinions and maybe as the season goes on, I'll open up a little bit more about my thoughts, but I know not everyone watches it, so I'm not going to get into it here. I just want to say I am worried for those girls. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, I've been talking about my life updates for 15 minutes, so I think it's time to actually get into the topic of the episode, which is my Etsy shop. There's really no easy way to transition from talking about The Bachelorette to talking about Etsy, but um, you're just going to have to bear with me (laughs) as I try. Okay, so Etsy. This is something that I have been working on this summer, but I actually started it more so in the spring of this year. I'm just trying to think because that was kind of a blur of a time. (laughs) It feels like 10 years ago, honestly. But spring of my senior year is when I really actually started building my Etsy shop, and I actually launched it right before graduation, but honestly, since then, I haven't done a whole lot with it until recently because I was just like, well, kind of busy and also just really not sure what to do. But I'm, I'm back. I'm back at it, and that's why I'm talking about it today. But before I talk about really what it is, what's in it, I wanted to talk about my motivation for starting it. Because 
I didn't just one day decide, oh, hey, let's make an Etsy and, you know, build it because it takes a little bit more than that. But my motivation might be something, I hope it's something that resonates with you because I don't know about you, but as a 22-year-old girl who consumes a lot of content, whether that be podcasts, books, YouTube videos, social media, I mean, there is so much information out there for people our age, from people our age, you know? All these people who are trying to do self-help stuff, people who are trying to give you tips on how to live your best life, um, you, you know what I'm talking about. There is so much out there, which is awesome. And I think it's cool that there are so many platforms and communities for people to share tips and tricks and resources to help others in our situation. I I think it's awesome. But at the same time, there's almost so much out there that it is overwhelming. And I'm not going to lie. There have been times when I have seen so much content out there it's so saturated that I've kind of questioned what I'm doing with my brand because it's like there are so many people already posting stuff already sharing resources and tips and experiences and their life like what am I doing with this brand because how is it any different than all of these other pieces of content and all these other people out there there's just way too much and it's very hard to stand out but that's kind of a side tangent. I have questioned my own brand because of that. Um, But, you know, after thinking about it, I've also realized there is so much information out there, so many resources out there, so many people trying to tell you what to do and what not to do. But it's very hard to find places to actually get these tangible resources, I guess, all in one place. You know, you get a tidbit of information from an Instagram video and then another tidbit from a podcast and it might be the same person, it might be a different person, but you hear these things, you see these things, you consume these things, but there's not really any space for you to keep track of them or store them. I guess what it's taught me is that I wish I had access to more tangible resources all in one place that could help me uh, in some way, in some area of my life. Because I feel like I'm getting my information from so many different sources that I can't even keep track of it all sometimes. And I don't know what to do with it all. And it kind of all just gets stored in my brain. And then I forget about it. And it's too overwhelming. And it's great that it's out there. And I love that people are sharing all of this. But I have found myself wishing that there was some easier way (laughs) to organize this information and more tangible resources I could use to actually make this information sink in. So using kind of what I've wanted to get out of other people's uh, resources and tips that they're offering, I decided, you know what, I want to create a space to make it easier for people to have access to a lot of these resources and tips and experiences that I've had. Because as you know, on this podcast, I share my authentic experiences as I've been growing up and going through these crazy phases of life. And I also kind of share what I've learned through those things. But I don't just want to be another one of those people who's like out here throwing out all this information and then not really offering a place for people to actually store that information, to remember it and to use it to really help themselves. So I created an Etsy shop as a way to kind of document everything that 
I've learned or everything that I've used to help me through college, through post-grad so far, through getting a job, all of these different phases of life. And that's kind of what sparked the Etsy shop. So I know that was a tangent, but I just kind of wanted to talk about that because I hope I'm not the only one who's like, I love all of this content out there. And this is in no way shade against any other creators or influencers out there because I think what people are doing is amazing. And I'm not going to stop consuming that content. I just was like, I wish there was an easier way to like actually get these resources and actually use everything these people are saying to help me and change my life. Um, So I am like, you know what, if I can do that with resources that have helped me that I've created, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to help people in that way. So here we go. With that in mind, I kind of want to start talking about my process for building out my Etsy shop because once I knew I wanted to do this, I had to really do a lot of research to figure out how to actually do it because it is it is a process. I'll, I'll say that. It's not necessarily hard. It's just a lot of steps and can be kind of tedious at times. But I wouldn't say it's difficult. So if you're in the space of maybe wanting to start an Etsy shop or do something similar, I wouldn't be so worried about the difficulty. I would just be more so concerned about the time that it takes and the number of steps involved because it's not like, I mean, sure, maybe you can open it in one day and everything, but you're going to have a lot of little steps that you've got to take within that that will probably take you a little bit of time. You know, there's everything from creating your shop name to your bio to your shop policies to your actual listings and pricing and um, download information if they're digital items. And I know some of this might not make any sense, but it's just stuff at the top of my mind because it's things that I have had to learn recently. Um, So it's a lot, but it is, it's not hard. So anyway, as I said, I started building it out spring 2022 and I kind of started by just thinking about, okay, what are the resources that I've either talked about on this podcast that have kind of helped me through college, through post-grad, growing up, all of these different phases? Um, What are either resources that I have used that have helped me or what are resources that I wish I would have had in the past to help me be more authentic, find myself, be more confident, all of these things that the brand kind of stands for. I was just kind of thinking through what resources could I provide to help others find themselves, be themselves, be confident, things like that. So I started out with a self-discovery type of category for my products because at the heart of Genuine Girl is discovering who you are and being that person wholeheartedly. And I've talked about a lot of things that have helped me be myself, but to be honest with you, (laughs) tangibly speaking, as far as resources I can provide to be myself, I've had to create a lot of these myself. I kind of struggled uh, finding tangible resources throughout college that would actually help me find who I was and be myself. I was, again, kind of just listening to a bunch of podcasts, reading books, um, watching people on social media, uh, but I didn't feel like I had good 
actual tools where I could track my progress, for example, or kind of see where I'm at in life and how I'm going to change my life by being myself and journal prompts and things like that. It, um, in terms of writing stuff down and keeping uh, track, I guess, of my authenticity and who I am, I, I didn't really have a lot of tangible resources for that. So I ended up kind of creating my my own through college, and I repurposed these to have on my Etsy shop because I thought, you know what, if this stuff helped me, I'm sure it could help other people, and I just don't think there's a lot of this out there right now where, you know, there's an actual document people can have to kind of see, okay, for example, one of my documents is, it sounds simple, but it's just documenting your current life state. So it asks questions like, what is currently in your life right now? And you write, you know, school or a job or a family member, and you can make this as detailed or as broad as you'd like, but basically uh, you list each big thing impacting your life right now. You list why each thing is in your life, and sometimes it might be, you know, well, school, I kind of have to go to school to graduate to get a degree or you know there's some bigger purpose behind it where it's like you kind of can't change it or you don't want to change it Um, or it might be you know when you really start thinking about your why for why something is in your life like if you're involved in an activity and you can't actually think of a good reason why you're in it that might be a sign right there oh maybe it doesn't align with who I am but actually having space to write that out like what is it that is in my life and taking up my time? Why is it in my life? And how does it make me feel? That's the third category. So you might have a good why for, you know, why you're doing something, you know, logically speaking, for example, like I I went to school because I had a good why. I wanted to get a degree. I wanted to get a good job, all these things but how it made me feel was not always the best. And that doesn't necessarily mean if something makes you feel bad, you should just get rid of it entirely. But by understanding how something in your life is making you feel, and if that's not quite what you want, you can instantly have this almost inside knowledge into your brain and realize, oh my gosh, this is not making me feel good. This is probably not contributing to who I am, uh, in a positive way. It's probably not allowing me to be myself and be happy. So I might have to kind of change how this shows up in my life in order to be a happier person, be a more authentic person, things like that. So after kind of listing the what, why, and how of your current life and each thing in it, you can kind of then look at the next steps, which is a separate column on this worksheet I created which is kind of like, okay, do I keep it as it is? Um, If I have a really good why for it, if it makes me feel good, awesome. It aligns with who I am. I want to keep it. Is it something, if it's just awful all the way around, is it something I can afford to kind of get out of my life or say goodbye to? Or is it just something that I need to shift in some way to make it more, you know, fitting to who I am and what I want? That's just an example of one of the documents I have on here. It's very hard to put into words. It's something you kind of have to see for yourself. So if you go to my Etsy shop, you'll see it. Um, And I'll have more details 
later in the episode to where to find that. And uh, the link is in the show notes as well. It's at Genuine Girl Shop. I probably should have started with that, but I just wanted to give an example of what you can find on there. And once you actually go into the documents, um, you'll see pictures and kind of explanations of how they work. So that's just an example. But little worksheets like that, documents like that, I never really found that anywhere else. Like I would get all this information, but then I wouldn't know what to do with it. So this is just an easy way if you're looking for a simple way to kind of improve your life and make sure that you're on the quote-unquote right track and that you're being true to yourself. These self-discovery resources, I think, can really help you because they definitely have helped me. So that's kind of the first category of products I offer. The second category I thought of um, was career resources and kind of resources to help you find a job because this was another thing that I struggled with at times in college and it certainly is not an easy thing to do, you know, finding a job, finding a job you actually want, finding a job that'll pay the bills, finding a job that fits all of these different factors and uh, priorities that you have. It's, it's tough at a young age and I'm sure at any age, but especially as a young person who probably doesn't have a lot of work experience, it's like trying to figure out what you want and actually getting a job can be so difficult. And I just remember that vividly. So I wanted to provide resources that kind of helped me stay organized throughout my job search or resources, again, that I wish I would have had during my job search. So you'll see a couple spreadsheets. Um, One of them is a job application tracker, which again, sounds so simple, but I mean, It was a game changer for me when I actually created a spreadsheet for myself to track every single job I applied to, all of the main contacts that I was talking to at that organization, um, what the job title was, what the job description was. I mean, having that for each job all in one spreadsheet saved me so much time because when I would get an email back from someone asking to set up an interview or even a rejection, I could easily go to that spreadsheet and see, oh, okay, that was this job. Because once you start applying to numerous jobs, it gets really hard to keep track of all of them. Um, And you easily forget like, wait, what was this again? Like, what was this all about? And you don't have to go back to the job website or job posting um, and try to find that on Google or wherever if you just have a spreadsheet. So there's a spreadsheet like that. There's a networking tracker spreadsheet to just track everyone you're networking with at different companies or in school or wherever you may be in life. Like I think that helped me a lot because again, networking is such a thing where it's easy to kind of forget who you've connected with or not really, I guess, reach back out to them. And so this is kind of a good accountability tool as well. If you're like, okay, I met this really cool person. Let me talk about our conversation on this sheet. And so then in a couple months, um, I can remember, oh yeah, we had this great conversation. Let me reconnect. Things like that. Um, Interview prep tools, uh, building my brand document, like building your elevator pitch, things like that. These are all just kind of things that have helped me or that I wish I had. And um, so if you're looking for a job or, you know, you know someone who does, I think this could be really helpful as well. And finally, my most recent category that I created that I'm probably going to be adding more and more to over the coming weeks and months is the post-grad resources category. Now, this is pretty fresh stuff because I'm going through this transition right now. This stuff is stuff that I have actually 
just recently used myself um, to help me with my transition into post-grad life and I have posted them all for you on the Etsy shop. So right now I have a lot of stuff related to apartment hunting or your first home, whatever it might be for you. Uh, I think this is something that can be very intimidating and overwhelming for young people who are just starting out, just going to their you know, trying to find the first place. Um, so I have a few worksheets and documents that you can kind of fill out with, okay, what are my actual preferences and priorities in an apartment or in my first home? What are my must-haves and what are my nice-to-haves? And then when you actually start looking at places, you can document, okay, how does this place rank on each of these important factors that I have determined? Location, for example, on a scale of one to five, How's the location in relation to what I was looking for? How are the amenities? How are the interior features? Things like that. Um, you can, you know, give each place you see an overall score and compare them that way and write down your pros and cons. I mean, so many different things on there that you'll see if you look at those resources. But doing that kind of stuff helped me so much when I was looking at apartments because it's an overwhelming world. There are so many out there. And if you go to a website like apartments.com, you could be scrolling for hours, just looking and looking at all of these different places and not really knowing what to do with all that information. But this helps you narrow things down super easily and make sure that you stay in budget and find a place that really aligns with your top priorities. With that, I also have a furniture shopping organization uh, type of spreadsheet because I know for me, I had to buy a bunch of furniture from scratch because I lived in furnished apartments and dorms in college, so I didn't really have a lot of the big furniture that one would need for an apartment or a house, and I know that a lot of people are in the same boat of having to buy a lot of new stuff, and so I created this spreadsheet. I literally used this for months before I moved in to help me document things that I was researching, things that I was buying, what stuff was in stock, what wasn't, the links to the products online, just keeping it all again in one place to help myself really do that research. And another resource on there is just a couple of budgeting Excel worksheets because I know for many of us right now, budgeting is at the top of mind, or at least money is, and trying to save money, trying to just be mindful of how we're spending our money is huge at this age when we're, you know, just kind of starting out and building our accounts and things like that. But um, I created these sheets basically because I was trying to figure out you know, before I got my first job, how much money I would need to make to afford the lifestyle I wanted, or, you know, with the salary I was going to have from my job, what could I afford in terms of apartment, in terms of, you know, groceries, uh, gas, things for fun. I mean, there's all these different categories that I have in there that um, I have kind of learned from past experiences and other resources that are going to be important for me to budget for and account for in my future. Um, and little worksheets like that have really helped me just figure out, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I could spend. This is where I probably need to save. Um, things, things like that. You, you understand. I don't want to get too in the weeds here with all of these resources, but I kind of just did. So I encourage you, if any of this stuff interests you, feel free to check it out. Um, 
I would really appreciate it. My Etsy shop has a username. The username is Genuine Girl Shop. But again, I'll also have the link in the show notes and on my Instagram and basically everywhere that this is, I will try to link to my Etsy shop. It is still new. It is still a work in progress. And if you actually follow my shop on Etsy, you can see and get notified when I have new products coming out, which I I do want to mention that like the products I have right now, the resources I have, they are not the only things that I will ever have on there. I think I'm constantly going to be improving and adding things based off of where I am in life and what I've learned and what resources have helped me. There's always going to be more on there. So keep an eye out for that. And I'll just say one last thing. I know I didn't really clarify at the beginning, but all of the resources I have on my shop currently are digital resources. So There is nothing physical that you will be receiving in the mail. You don't have to put in a shipping address or pay for shipping or anything like that. It's all digital. So as long as you have an email and an Etsy account, you can receive access to these documents. I think Etsy just sends you an email once you buy it. And you can also find it in your account uh, link or a download to the different PDFs and Excel worksheets and things like that. But it is all completely digital, which I think is really helpful in today's day and age. And with our age group, I know we all like having things digital. Of course, they're all uh, printable resources. So if you prefer having a paper copy, you can print them. You can edit them on a note-taking app. You can put them into Canva. Um, I mean really the sky's the limit, but uh, they're all online, so that hopefully um, can be helpful as well. And as far as pricing goes, I really did try to, you know, be reasonable and not make things uber expensive because honestly, as I'm sure you all know by now, because I say it every single episode, my ultimate goal with this brand is to help people and not necessarily make money. I mean, making money, I'm not going to lie. It's great. You know, everyone wants that, but I'm not doing this for the purpose of making money. The reason I started in Etsy was not necessarily as another stream of income or anything like that. It was more so just to, again, have these resources that have really helped me all in one place so that you can more easily access them and hopefully they can help you as well. So if anyone has questions or is just, you know, unsure about what to do or, you know, needs a little bit of guidance on uh, my shop or any specific documents, feel free to reach out to me. My DMs on Instagram are always open. Uh, You can email me. I have my email on my Etsy shop right now. So feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to chat about that and I want to be completely transparent. So not trying to hide anything here or make this more complicated than it is, but just wanted to put all those little disclaimers in there. So finally, again, if this is something you might be wanting to do, I know I have people out there who are just looking for resources, but I also have people out there who might want to do this themselves and sell their own stuff. I would again, completely recommend you to do it. I think Etsy is a great way to start. It's very user-friendly and it's honestly very cheap to start it as well. Each listing you put on there has a small fee associated with it, but I mean, I think it's like 20 cents. It's not, it's not anything crazy. And each time you sell something, Etsy does take a little bit of that profit, but it is nothing 
crazy, you know, like I could start it with where I'm at in life and I'm young. I haven't started my job yet. So if that tells you anything, um, it's very user-friendly, easy to use, just cheap, good stuff. Um, I feel like I'm using the same words, but you know, my vocab is not at its prime right now. So anyway, I just want to emphasize, go for it. The world needs what you have to offer. If you are interested in selling stuff or just sharing your talents, uh, we all need it. Trust me. Um, and really having one place to put it all, I think is a great way to reach people and stay organized. So I would recommend, uh, but again, any questions reach out. I just wanted to devote this podcast episode to the Etsy shop because I feel like it deserves it. I feel like I owe it to myself and to all of you to kind of share more about what else I have going on with this brand outside of the podcast itself because I don't really promote that too much on here. I have so many other ideas of things that I want to do um, outside of the podcast as well. So hopefully, you know, in the next couple months, those will be coming to fruition. But if you want the most recent latest updates on everything, please feel free to follow me on Instagram. It is underscore genuine girl underscore. I know, kind of confusing, but so many variations of genuine girl were taken. So we got to get creative here. Uh, but please follow me on there uh, and just stay updated with what's going on. I hope this all helps you. And thank you so much if you did make it through this episode for listening to the whole thing. I am very passionate about all the stuff I have on my Etsy, so I could talk about it for hours. Um, but I'm really trying to stop myself because I know this is a podcast episode and not like a... I don't even know, day-long class, um, although I would love to do that. So I'm going to stop it here. (laughs) I hope you all have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you're really feeling kind, give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at underscore genuine girl underscore. See you next week.